Okay, so we're starting Daf Chav Kimmel. We were on the uh, bottom of Chav Beis Amid Beis. We just read the Mishnah that in order to alert people, right, they had light signals to show from mountaintop to mountaintop so that the Bnei Eretz Yisrael can tell the Bnei Gil, the Bnei Babel, who were out to the east, so they would send, they would go up to the Har Mishchan, the Har Zesim. They would light uh, torches, they would light torches, and then they would see it on the next mountaintop, and we, sh- we showed that there was four, four mountaintops um, in the Mishnah, and then eventually, like we'll see, we'll get into this in a little bit over here. Now the question is, on which, when did they light? Okay, so Tana Rabbanon were four lines from the bottom. So only when Rosh Chodesh was... Chaser. Shanira Bismana Lakadra, that's a lashon of Chaser. Okay, meaning the night of when the thirtieth day was Rosh Chaidesh, right? So that means the Chaidesh before was Chaser, thirty, day thirty turns into Rosh Chaidesh. Okay, so what would they do? Now when would they actually light the torches? So Rosh Chaidesh was Neskadesh at some point throughout the Thirtieth uh, day, and then the night of the thirty-first, which is now the night of Bays of the new month, right? But we'll call we call it the night of the thirty-first just for want to count the days. Twenty-nine would be Chaser, thirtieth would be Rosh Chodesh. Then the night after Rosh Chodesh, right? We call it the night of thirty-first, which is Yom Bays, night of Yom Bays. That's when they would go up and light the torches to show that what were they showing? That yesterday was Rosh Chodesh. So we see from here that when we, when they dealt with this, that they didn't even have a way to let people know when Rosh Chodesh was. For the Hamaynam, right? We saw this with Neha Karban, right? That, that the whole point of Rosh Chodesh was to make sure that people in Eretz Yisrael that they brought the Karban the Rosh Chodesh, Those the Karban Muslim. Huh? Those people were not bringing Karbanas anyway, right? Right, they weren't bringing Karbanas anyway, but that was the whole point, right? So they, we didn't have, I mean, we didn't have a way, but also what we see from here is that like Rosh of Kal Yisrael didn't know, even the people that were, were able to alert with light signals, they wouldn't know until afterwards. That's what we're saying. Now we're going to try to, what we're saying is, Lameimra Okay, to, and, the, and what we're saying here is that the reason why um, the, the, the fact, from the fact that they would go up the night of the 31st, which means the night after it was Rish Chodesh, so we say, we see that a chaser of Dinan, that we only, uh, we only send these light signals out for a Chodesh chaser. Amr of Zera, of my time, all right, why? So we want to know why, meaning that what are our options? We could do it either on a chaser or on a male or on both. Just signal every right, signal every night, and then we'll know that the night after we see the signals, that the day before was Rosh Chodesh, Malei Chaser, right? So the Gemara is going to go go through this. Why is it? Why did you come and say that if it's only on a Chodesh Chaser? So the problem is like this. Let's say I have Rosh Chodesh Chaser out of Rosh Chodesh on a Chaser falls out on Erev Shabbos. So when did we say that they go to to light the lights? The night after Rosh Chodesh. Well, that's Friday night. They can't do that. So, Amos Avdi Bapuki Shabsa, right? So, they, they would go ahead and light it and set up Matzi Shabbos. So, if we say that, we should light, we should send these signals on a Chodesh Male. So, then, Asi Lamiti, they're going to make a mistake. Amri, Ihai, Amr, Hai Chaser, who, Bahai Dulay Avid, may ask, won't be Shem Dulay Afshar. Okay, or, Adama Male, who, Bismani Avdu. Okay, we, we, we won't know. We see light signals going up Matzei Shabbos. Now, if you're telling me we light from both a Chaydesh Chaser and a Chaydesh Malay, is this Matzei Shabbos and it's Bismanai, or 
either fact that I see it on Matzah Shabbos, or was it really a Chodesh Chaser, and they couldn't, since they couldn't lie Friday night, that's why. So, so, so both nights are out because of Matzah Shabbos. Now the question is going to be, will they have it bein amale bein achaser? Okay, well, let's have, it, have another Eitzah first. Okay, let's do it. No, really, we should do it for both. So I'll tell you what. The night after Rish Chaydesh, always, whether it's Malay or Chaser, we go up, we light, we light the torches, okay, we light the big uh, cedar trees, and we send the light, light signals out to Babel. And then if Rish Chaydesh turned out that it was on a, sha- on, on a Friday, so then if it's on a Friday, then we won't light at all. And then we'll know that it was Chaser, because if we light Matzei Shabbos, then, right, if the choice was Friday or Shabbos, we light Matzei Shabbos, then we know that Rish Chaydesh was Shabbos. And if we don't light at all, then we know that it was Friday. So the Gemara says, um, So the Gemara says, no, that won't work. Still they'll make a mistake. Okay, so he's going to say, really? Right, what's the problem over here? We're saying, go ahead and light on Matzei Shabbos. If it was Rish Chodesh was Shabbos, and if Rish Chodesh was Friday, don't light at all. So he says, no, you're still going to have, right, it's Chodesh it's for Anos. And Rashi explains that on Shabbos they would drink, okay, they would drink wine at their Sudas, okay. And the concern is that they were Amshuchi, okay, they got too drunk, they drank too much, and therefore they couldn't get it together Matzei Shabbos, they forgot or they didn't have a chance Matzei Shabbos to go up and light the, light the cedar trees. And really, okay, really... Um, and, and therefore, people are going to say, I don't know what it is. Oh, you want to tell me there's no lights? Well, the reason that there's no lights could be either because it's a chaytish chaser or because they were, they, they, they were aynis, okay, they drank too much at their Shabbos suitors, and that's why they didn't come and light it. Okay, so we can't definitively prove that. Okay, so now, right, so that's the question of why we don't do both. Either we're going to come to make a mistake, they'll be confused if we light, and if we don't light, there's no raya that just because we didn't light, the... Uh, you can't, the absence of, of something doesn't prove, right? It's very hard to prove. So just because there's no light doesn't mean that it was a chaydish chaser. It could mean that they just messed up. Okay, so if we're picking one day, why don't we, why don't we go up the night after a mali? Why the night after a chaser? So the Gemara says, And Abayah says, because it's bitol malacha. Now, the way Rashi is Rashi and Tesis over here. Rashi explains this as Rosh Hashanah. Okay, like this. So if we always only light, we can only pick one. We can't have two. That's basically what we came out. We can't do, we, we can't light for Malay and Chaser. So now if we always light Malay, so that means every Rosh Hashanah, we're going to make people keep two days. Okay, because, because if, if, if it's Malay, they're always going to have to, they're always going to have to wait until the second day. Now, if it's really chaser, right, then they would be able to do it the night after chaser. So let's say, let's say they keep the first day of Rosh Hashanah, because they don't know. First day of Rosh Hashanah they keep. And now what we're saying is if we only send the light signals up after Malay, then we'll always only send it up after the second, they'll always be mamatalo. But on a chaydish chaser, it means most, most, of the, most of the times where there is a chaydish chaser, by ready by matzay, matzay, uh, uh, the first day of, of Rosh Hashanah, if we do it on a chaser, then they would see. And that's why Rashi explains this, this, um, this, um, that's the way Rashi explains this uh, 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 bitol malacha. Now, Taisa says it's a different bitol malacha over here, and he actually brings on some interesting sugi. He says that, that there was a din specifically for women not to do malacha 
on Rish Chaydesh. That for Rish Chaydesh, um, it's considered more of a women's yantif than a men's yantif. Okay, there are certain dinim that men have to keep as well, but for women, and uh, the Shulchan Aruch brings down, he says, that it was, it was based on a minag. Um, and as I heard brought down that the tour says the reason why is because really Maker Adin, there were supposed to be, there's 12 months, there was supposed to be a yantif, not just the Shalosh Regalim we have, that there was supposed to be a yantif for each one of the Shvatim. And then the Chete Egel came. And when the Chete Egel came, so the, it went to Shevet Levi. So the Shvatim lost their yantif. However, the women, right, why did the women get this Rish Chedesh? And Tesu says it here, because why did they get this Rish Chedesh? Because when Aaron said, Parkul Nizme Hazav, Asher Bazdein Sheikh, and they refused to participate in the Egel Hazav. And therefore, since the women didn't participate, so they don't lose the yantif. So therefore, that's why it became primarily a woman's yantif based on minag. And I don't know of anybody that keeps a minag today, but um, case uh, became a, a a more of a women's yantif. Okay, and that's why we see by the isha shunamis that she right. She we see that she said uh, right. And we remember we asked them. We said I don't understand. It doesn't say regalim over there. I don't know if we we discussed this. So it doesn't say regalim. Yeah, for the women, it was a woman's yantif. So for them, that was their yantif. For men, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, nahigaz yantif. So anyway, so Al-Kapanam Tesis learns that the bitul malacha here is that, again, it's the same idea that if we have to be cheshish for two days of Rosh Chodesh, that the women who are keeping this uh, bitul malacha on Rosh Chodesh, that they will, lose, they will lose an extra day every time if they have to wait to see if the lights are there on the Malay. Okay, and that's why when we can only pick one day, we said... Send the lights up after the Chodesh Chaser. Okay. So how would they construct these light signals? So they would take really tall pieces, right? Pieces of wood and stuff, you know, burn. We had, the Mishnah went through it, right? It said, uh, maybe in Klein Sashal Eres, Aruchim, tall cedar, cedar trunks, Vikanim, Ba'atzei Shemin, Venur Shal Pishtin. Okay, we had reeds and flax, the Kerach and Mashiach, and they tied up, they would light the fire. Okay, so now we're going to just discuss about uh, Arazim. Okay, so they would bring cedar uh, uh, poles of wood. There are four types of cedar. Erez, Kitram, Eitshemen, Uvarosh. So those are the four. Kitram, okay, let's go through a little bit of this over here. We're gonna, going to speak out the different types of cedar wood. Kitram, Amarav, Adra, that's Adra. Be'erav, Shila, Amra, Mavliga. Okay, so Kitrab is either Adra or Mavliga. Varmila zu Gulmish or Gulmish. Now, this Shita of Rabbi Yehuda that says that there are four types of Arazim, that argues on Rabbi Barav Huna, and this we've had a few times. There are ten types of cedar variants. Okay, not four. Shinamar, as the Apostle says, Etim ba Midbar, Eretz, Shita, Bahadas, Veit Shemen, Osim ba that's the Pasuk in Yeshaya. Okay, and it talks about that loss of love that a Kaddish Baruch will, uh, will, you'll see, we're going we're to touch on it at the end, that uh, we'll get our cedar back. So Erez, that's Arza. Shita, that's number two, is Turnisa. Hadas is Asa. Eitshemen is Afarsima, some say oily wood. Beroish uh, is Barta. Tidar is Shaga. Ta'ashur is Shuvina. Okay, so those are the there's seven listed in the pasuk. Now we'll get to the second. I understand the pasuk just said there were ten, but there's seven. Hani shiva havu kiyasa rabdimi amar hosiv aleim alunim almunim almugim. Okay, add those three. Alunim that's that's butmi almunim that's bluti almugim that's kasisa. Igeda amri that it's not those three of alunim almunim almugim, but rather it's arunim armunim almugim. Arunim that's are armunim dulvi almugim kasisa. 
Okay? Um, good. So, I'm sorry, Arunim is Ari, Armunim is Dolvi, and Algmine is Ksisa. Okay, those are the other three. So we have a couple of machleks on how to get to 10 over here. But either way, what do we see? There's 10 types of, of cedar. One of them is called Almugim. So now we're going to have a Pasuk over here. The Pasuk continues. Now this Pasuk, if you remember, we've had, that we talked about La'asid Lava, that there's going to be water coming from the Shar Hamayim. We had this in Shkolem, we had this in Yuma. Water will come out of the, and go through the Miftan Habayis, and as it gets further and further away from the Beis HaMikdash, it'll turn into a, a, a larger and larger, more temptuous body of, of, of water. Okay, that it, and then we said at the end that once it leaves the Beis HaMikdash, it's going to turn into such a big body of water that if it's see Adir Lo Yavireno, that even great ships won't be able to um, uh, traverse this water, won't be able to pass through it. So Amar Rav, so we want to know, what is this Siadir? What are these mighty ships? Amarav Zuborni, Gedele. It's a large ship. Okay, now the reason why we're bringing this here is because we said that one of the types of Arazim is actually called Amugim. And Rashi says Amugim, use a French word, seems like it's coral. Okay, so coral is like a tree that grows at the water. And, um, and uh, so they would use, and we're going to see right here, that they would use this, these great ships. Coral is very hard to mine it, to get it out of the water, to uproot it. So they would use the, the, these large ships to get the almugim, the coral, out of the water. How did they do this? So hechi avdu, what would they do? Maisishis alfegaver, they would take 6,000 men, betrace the and take 12 months, or treyashishasa. So either 6,000 men for 12 months, but amri la, trace her alfegaver, 12,000 men, betrace the six months. Okay, so vitani la chala. So they would they would load this um, big boat up with sand. Ad deshachna, it would settle on the bed of the ocean, the ship. Vinaches bar amurai, and divers would go down. The cutter atuni de katina, and they would tie ropes of linen, a flax, bikasina, to the root of this almaiga tree. Okay, the coral. The katolubasfinasa. So they would tie these very strong strings now one on one end to the coral, on the other end to the boat. Vinotli chala, vishadilabrai. Then what they would do is they would take the sand out of the boat. The kama de medalia, right? Water is a uh, water pressure can be used. So as the ship rises, naturally, as you remove the sand, guess what? Akra, okay, they would uproot the tree, umasaya. Okay, we'll bring it up. Umachlef achad train bechasva. And they would sell it for twice the price of silver. Very, very valuable coral. Okay, and that was what they use this, that's what they use these siadir. So we're bringing this in because we discussed that we had cedar poles. One type of cedar was called almaiga, which really is coral. Okay. Talas parvavasahaben. There were three ports. Tarti be aramai, two Armenian ports. Vachadu parsai, one Persian port. Debe aramai, maskin, kasisa. Okay, they would bring up the, 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 the two that were Aramai, they would bring up this coral, right? That's what they harvested. The Bay Parsai, Maskin, Marganisa, they harvested pearls. Omikaria, Parvasa, Damashig. It was called the royal port. Okay, fine. Now we've, we've got our coral over here. Amar, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yechanan, sorry. Now we're going back to, we discussed that there were 10 types of cedar wood. Amar, Rabbi Yechanan, called Shita, Vashita, Shinat, Lunachim, Yushalayim. Every board, of wood that took from Yishlaim, also Kadosh Baruch Hu And Kadosh Baruch Hu will eventually bring it back. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, etain by midbar eretz shita. Okay, I will put, I will place in the midbar boards, right? Eretz shita, 
right? Which sounds like boards of cedar trees. Right? And what does it say? Midbar Midbar is Yushalayim. The Kosh Baruch was saying that he will send the cedar wood back to Yushalayim. Shanem Artsiyam Midbar Haisa. Okay, another member called Anybody who learns Torah but doesn't teach it, doesn't give it over. Okay, that it smells very good, a hadas, but if it's in a midbar, if it's in a desert, nobody can, nobody, nobody's there to smell it. Just because you have something smelling good, if nobody can benefit from it. So too, a Tamachacham who learns, but he doesn't give it over, he doesn't give over what he learns, so then no one's benefiting from what he learns. Or we a little little type of same idea, Hadas Midbar, what are we saying? Anybody who learns Torah and he and he gives it over when there's nobody else, Shain Tamar Chacham, Daimala Hadaspa Midbar Dechaviv. Right, that if a person is walking in the midbar, comes along comes across a Hadas, something smelling good in a wasteland where there's nothing else, so too the person who learns Torah where there is no Tamid Chacham to go over Torah and he gives it over, so it's a positive thing. Saying woe is to the avodas kachavim, the gayim she'elam takana, that they have no, there's no way for them to do retribution, to pay back for what they've taken, meaning from destroying Yerushalayim, from destroying the base of Mikdash. Shenamar, and we'll see from destroying the tzaddikim. Shenamar tachas hanachoshes avizah. So the pasuk in Yeshaya says that lasud lavai. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu, we said that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will bring the cedar wood back. Tachas hanachoshes whatever they took in copper avizah. Right, the gayim will bring pay retribution in gold. Betachas habarzel, what what they took that was iron of the kesef. They'll bring silver. Betachas ha'etzim nechoshes. Betachas ha'abanim barzel. Okay, so for the physical things, they can replace. They can pay retribution. We'll charge them penalties and interest. So they'll have to what they took in 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 nechoshes. Uh, they'll have to bring in zav. What they took in barzel. They'll have to bring in kesef. Okay, but betachas rebekiva chaveira and maimevian. What are they going to bring for the arsaruge malchus rebekiva who they killed? And they took that away. There's no way for them to pay retribution. What does the Pasuk say? Vinikesi. Okay, that it says, I, Hashem says, it says in Yoel, Vinikesi, I will get vengeance. Meaning, I will demand retribution from the Gayim. However, Damam Lenikesi. Okay, but the blood of the Tamidi Chachamim that they spilled, that can't be replaced. Okay, back to where. So, Me'ain Hayyumasim Masais. So we had, we listed four places. So they would go up on the first mountain, we said that was Harazesim, Haramishcha, and they would, um, so they, right, they would go, Haramishcha, Lesartava, Masartava, Lugrufit, Lugrufina, Grufina, Lechavrin, Mechavrin, Lebeis Baltin. Okay, so they started Haramishcha and they had four stops Sartava, Grufina, Chavron, uh, Beis Baltin, and Beis Baltin. They, uh, by the time they got to that fourth, that fourth intermediate stop, they were already. Um, they saw that that all the people had already lit their own. Okay, basically the light signals worked. So my Beis Baltin, Amarav Zubira, my Goyla, Amarav Yosef Zupumbedisa. So we're just giving places in Bavel, right? We see that what we see from here clearly that the light signals weren't meant for Yushalayim. They were meant to send to the Negel to Bavel. My Kimiduras Ha'esh, right? It said, we base, when we base, uh, that was the last one. We base Balton, uh, uh, right, from, from base Balton, like one big bonfire. What do you mean? So we say, what does that mean? That Tana Kolechad, my Kimiduras Tana Kolechad, he would go up to the roof. Now, um, 
the Ravid brings down over here, by the way, that Rebbe, he brings down a Yerushalmi that says the Rebbe was the one that was Mavatel, these Masais. So if you want to understand timeline, that means that this continued right well into the times of the Tanai. This is not, we, in our heads, we're thinking, okay, they did the light signals, then we had the Baisusim issue, right? So then they were Mavatel pretty early on, and from then it was Shluchim. If so, then it means, this is a chiddush, a huge chiddush, that the vav that they would send, we talked about in the last paragraph, that, that I'll, 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 on six months to shluchim go, that it could be that it was concurrently. That it was to bavel, they would send the light signals, because they were able to, and then to other places, they would still send shluchim. Then once they had to abandon the, the light signals, then they would send shluchim to those places as well. But it seems like that there was, uh, at least according to the way uh, he's, the, the writer's learning it, that there were both, they had both concurrently, shluchim and the light signals. Um, okay. Anyway, um, Tanya, Rav Shimon Elazar Eimer, Af Charim Vekayer Vegadar Vechavrusa. Okay, so there were four. We add four places over here. Four, four uh, rest stops along the way. Four other places they would light. So now Ike De Amri Beni Beni Habukaimi. So according to the first lashon, these were intermediate points, right? We didn't, we didn't list every point that they would. They would have the lights. We listed the main ones, the main mountaintops. But on the intermediate mountaintops, they would also do this, apparently. That's the way the first Lashon is. That they would send, there was like a northern passage and a southern passage. They would send lights. So either, right, we're listing here in, in a Bryce that there's another four. So either they're four and they get interspersed, they fill in the four that we had in the Mishnah, or there was a northern route and a southern route. Right, so Babel was to the east, so they would send on the northern route, they would send, that was the Mishnah listed one, and uh, the southern route, the Brysa listed the other four, and those were different four stops. Right? Uh, now, in between, now again, this is, we're going to Babel, so we're saying that in between each of these four stations, these light signal stations, were eight parsos. Kamahavalhu, Taltin Betrain. It's 32 parsos. The parsos is about a mile. So 30, we're saying it's only 32 miles from Eretzisol to Baba. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? In Natuva Havu. What do you mean? There's a lot more. A lot more than 32 miles to go from Eretzisol to Baba. Amar Abaya, it's Tatumi, it's Tatum Luhu, Drachai. That the roads, the efficient passageways got blocked up. The Chsib, as the Apostle says, Hinini, Shach or Sach, as Darkacha Basirim. I will uh, mess up your road with thorns. That have perversed um, the paths. So according to Alpipashas, uh, which to me doesn't really make sense either, the Gemara is saying that if you would take the most efficient, you know, as the crow flies, it would only be 32 parsa, but it's not from Meretzal to Babel. So I saw Tessus Rush brings down that it's, it's saying that if you look at the roads in between the mountaintops, it's a very mountainous terrain between Babel and Eretz Yisrael, and if you, I guess if you take away all the mountains, not just to traverse over and around, and you just count the space in between the mountaintops, that would be 32 parsa. But uh, maybe it makes it a little bit more understandable. But otherwise, I don't understand how you can get, I mean, Eretz Yisrael to Babel is hundreds of miles, so... Otherwise, I don't understand how you, uh, how, how you get there. But uh, I think they say it was a 15. Tosus brings down? Yeah, he says, right. I don't know if it was talking about the center of Babel, So that, that's what Tosus answered. Tosus says it's not the center, we're just talking about the edges, but still, it's still really far. You don't get there in 32 miles, so it's still really far. I have to like go through Iraq, no? I don't know. Uh, 
Probably south, southeast, no? It's east. I mean, I don't know what ancient bubble what exactly where it was. I saw it somewhere. Hamadan, Iran. No, Hamadan. Persia, Hamadan. Was where the Gemara was written. Well, had nothing to do with Babel. It does. No. Okay. Yeah, no, Jules is going to agree. Like, we have your Persian geography class in the middle of your geography chair. Okay. Zakta Mishnah. There was a large Chatzar in Yerushalayim. It was called Beis Yazak. So they would all, all the Edom would go there. They were meeting point for the Edom. Okay, the Beis then would... Uh, um, right, they would be baidik the Adam there. They would make a great feast, a nice kiddish. They wanted people, they were encouraging people to come. Again, we're saying that they would come on Shabbos. So originally, they, if they went past the Tchum, so we know anybody who goes past the Tchum, you know, leave where you are. So they said, no, you can go 2,000 Amas in, in any direction. And we remember we've had this before. A midwife that comes to help assist with giving birth. Firemen who come to help to rescue from firemen. Or they come to rescue from the army. Right? They come to save. So then, right? they come to save. So we're not going to penalize them and say they can't leave their tchum. We'll give them status as if they were Shabbos in that city. We won't necessarily allow them to go back home from a tchum perspective. But we'll give them 2,000 from there. Now, Zakta Gemara. We're just are trying to understand what is this Lashon. So the meeting point was Beis Yazak. So you who Beis Yazak Tanan or Beis Yazak Tanan? With an I in or without? Beis Yazak Tanan Lishna Ma'al Yehu. What we're saying is Dechsev Vayazkehu Vayisalkehu. So why do we call this Beis Yazak? Well, so many people would show up that would make circles. Vayazkehu Vayisalkehu means that they encircled it. So what we're saying is they, they would just, the, 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 um, the line to get in, it was such a popular place that it was circles and circles around. That's why they called it Beis Yazak. Beis Yazak, right? That it was chained down, meaning that it was a very cramped place and it wasn't a pleasant place to be. The Tanalishna Tetzarahu, who Asr Ba'azikim, is tied down with, uh, with um, uh, 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 chains, all right? Amar Abaya Tashima, so we want to see from the fact that we made it pleasant, Sudas Kedelis Hayu Oisin Sham Kadeshi Yurigim Lavai. So they made it sound like it was a relaxing feast. So it sounds more like it's the circle one, not the painful one. So the Lord says, no, Dilma Tarti Havabuhu. You know what? Everybody came. It was very cramped. It was like a cramped kiddush. Everybody came and they gave them food because it was cramped. Okay, so we, but we have no raya of which, which Lashon it is. Is it uh, Ya'azek with an ayin or without an ayin? Meaning, does it mean that they circled around or that it was cramped? Could have been cramped as well. Fine. Zuck, um, the next mission. Kate Zabaykir said, Aiden, how did we... Um, how did we... Um, um, interrogate the Adam. Zug Sheba Rishon, the first pair that came, Baikin Esai Rishon. So we go in order. We split them up, we bring in the first guy first. Come tell us. How did you see the moon? It was before the sun or after the sun? We'll get to this in a second. The Gemara, we'll get to it in the Gemara because let's find out the Rima was it north or south because Al Pipasha, it sounds like the same thing. Before or after, north or south, which one is it? Okay, it sounds like it's the same, you're asking the same question. How high was it? Which way was it leaning? How wide was it? Which we'll get to in the Gemara in a second. Okay, meaning we said that sounds like and if you say it's no good. So we'll, like I said, we'll talk this out in the Gemara. Then they would bring in the second 
uh, eight. Okay, so now, again, the second one of the first pair, so they would interrogate him. If their words were mechoven, right, if, if, if they jived, so then we'd say that it's a good edus. However, they would ask them some general light questions. Not because we needed these edim, but rather that a thousand pairs came so you know what's going to happen, the other 999? Okay, we don't want them to depress that they were useless, so we'll ask them some basic moon questions. And uh, really, we're relying on the first aid, but we'd go, Bezim would go through the exercise and just ask any subsequent zugas uh, some sort of questions. Okay, so now the Gemara is asking the question we spoke out in the Mishnah. Okay, so like, we discussed this before. Okay, trying to get too, too far into it, but we said that at the beginning of the month, the moon rises after the sun. Okay, so right? at sunset, at sunset, the moon sets just after the sun. It follows the sun. Okay, so what we're saying is, we're thinking like this, litzafayna, lifneachama, we understand why the Fnei wouldn't be any good. Because if you saw the moon rising first, then obviously you're wrong. Because we know, we know mathematically, we can calculate that the, at the beginning of the month, the moon rises after the sun. Now the question that we're asking is not that. We understand that. But what we're asking is, that is Litzafayna. If it's in the north of the sun, it's before the sun. Right? That's what we're saying. The which is no good, is the same thing as north of the sun. Litzafayna the Chama, right? Because the sun rises. So if the moon is ahead of it, Lefnei so then... It is uh, the north of the sun. And if it's Lederoima, then it's good, right? It's the south of the sun, meaning at the end of the day, it would be at the south of the sun or behind. We're asking why we have to double it up. That's what we're asking at this point. So, what do you mean, right? So, what are we talking about? We're not talking about. Now, because we understand uh, basic astronomy, which is how does the moon, where is, how do you see the crescent of the moon? How does the moon get light? It's a reflection off the sun. So what we're saying here is, is going to essentially be obvious, which is, So what we're saying is, if the crescent, okay, is so like the, the circle, the crescent of the moon, of the new moon, comes right? That's not possible. Because we know that the crescent, which is the lit part of the moon, is a reflection of the sun. So if the crescent is facing, right, if it's facing like a, like the, the round of a D, let's say, so then we know the sun can't be on the inside of that because it's the sun's reflection. So that's what we mean, that if he says it's lifneachama, then we know we got a problem because the only way it's light is the sun is on the outside, okay? And if it's la'achar, then it could be okay. If it's like a C, okay, and we say, Right, if, if the crescent is like that, so then we know that we're okay, crescent of the moon. Now, based on the way it actually, it actually sets, right? So we said, again, they, they tie in together, right? Astronomically, it has to make, is that the right word? Yes. It has to make sense. I use that one thing of something that's very expensive, so I don't know, astronomically, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so what we're saying is that the, the sun has to always be on the outside of the crescent, meaning away. Their backs have to be to each other, so to speak. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. So that's what we're saying. 
Right, if the crescent, if the sun is inside the crescent, so that, that doesn't make any sense. That the sun can't see the dark side of the moon because the sun is what lights up the moon. But yeah. Or the dark side of the keshes. Now, because we don't want the moon to feel bad. Right, and that the what we're saying is that it's not just a crescent of the um, it's not just a crescent of the moon, but the same idea. If you imagine the rainbow as a crescent, and the sun, if the sun was inside the rainbow, we'll never see the sun inside the rainbow. The sun will always be on the outside of a rainbow, right on the top. Then you have the rainbow, and it, the rays of the rainbow come down. But if the sun was on the inside of a rainbow, what we're concerned is that the Ivre Chama will say that you know what it is. It looks like. This is a quiver of arrows. The sun is a quiver of arrows. And the sun and the rainbow, which is like a crescent, so the sun is using the rainbow to shoot arrows in anybody who doesn't worship the sun. And we don't want people to say that. And therefore, that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu made it, that the sun never shows on the inside of the rainbow. It's only on the outside or the top. Okay? So... Okay. Come on. Try this. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Why? Okay, it won't send right now. I don't know if you Let's try this one more time. Put your phone on airplane mode and take it off airplane mode. You can check again. There it is. Okay. Um, so we said they would light the torches uh, only on a chaydesh. They would have the light. The light signal was only in Bismanai, okay, which was the night after Rosh Chaydesh, right? The night of the second. Uh, not, on, not on both, because otherwise, Masai Shabbos, they won't know what it was. And we can't say that if you just don't light on the Chaydesh Chasser, if it's Chaydesh Chasser on a Friday night, don't light at all, because people will think that it's not that it's Chaydesh Chasser, but rather that people just drink too much of their Shabbos Sudas. Okay, we said you can't do it on a Chaydesh Malayim, right? If you have to pick one, so we, okay, you have to pick one Chasser or Malay, and why not a Malay? Because on Malay, you're going to cause people on every month to be Mavatal Malacha. So if it's a Chaydesh Chasser, um, if it's a chaydesh chaser, then right, they're not going to know until the second night that it's not a chaydesh mali if they don't see any light. So therefore, we do it on a chaydesh chaser so that uh, either, like we explained Rashi, that by Rosh Hashanah, we don't have to uh, be mavatal people two days or the women um, that were noyeg not to work on Rosh Chaydesh, that they don't have to, according to Tesis. Okay, and then we said, discussed the four types of arazim and then argues from Puna that said there's 10 types of arazim and then we had the Drashim al right? We discussed how they would mine the coral from the seabed Using the boats and the sand, okay. And Rabbi Yechanan said, again, we talked about Arazim, that Koshit Vijitan, Shanatul Lachim, Yishalayim, Asa Kashbach Lachzir, and that Kashbach will bring it back. We said, Etim Bamidbar Erez, we talked about Lamid Terah, who doesn't teach it. Then again, it's like a pointless, good smelling thing in the Midbar, or somebody who does teach it. Then it's like somebody who finds an Adas in the Midbar. And we said, and then we talked about Elohim Akum that they handle the Takana, because in the case of them, in the case of the, yes, they can have, they can pay back 
retribution for the physical things they took, but for the dam of the Tamid Chacham, they can't. We discussed where would they light these signals. We said Mahara Mishka, we had four places until they saw that the whole Gaila was lit up. And we had a, a Brysa that said in the first Lashon, well, Brysa that added an additional four. We said either it intersperses the four, or it either intersperses the four, or that there was a different route that the mission was discussing, let's say the northern route uh, to Bavel, and the other one was talking about the southern route. But either way, that it sounds like they would double up. Uh, according, according to that Lashon, they would double up the lights. They would have lights on the north and lights on the south. We said that in between each place was Ches Parsa, okay, even though now it's no longer Ches Parsa. Okay, still the uh, more efficient roadways, however we understand that, um, were blocked. Okay, we said there was a chas in Yerushalayim where everybody used to assemble to. We said it was base yazak. We didn't know if it meant encircled with an ayin or yazak, that it was a painful place to be. We tried to bring a riot from the fact that they served food. We said, no, maybe it was both, right? Maybe it was squishy and everybody felt nailed down, okay? But, uh, or tied down because they couldn't leave. Maybe that's another reason for it. And Gamliel said, you know what? Originally, the, anybody that went there that violated the trum, couldn't, they only had Daladamas, and he was, he was hiskin for them and for a midwife and anybody who came to help, anybody who came for uh, public service, that they could, would get 2,000 Amas. We discussed how Kate said, in right? And we said that the uh, Nabai came to understand what does it mean, because it already said, let's find out the north or south. So what does it mean, that means um, that, means that if that the sun. Okay, that the sun can't be in on the inside of the crescent. It's got to be on the outside of the crescent um, because the sun never saw the pegima of Levana and nor the pegima of the Keshes so that the Oyvdei Chama don't think that it is the tool. Uh, so we don't think that it is the tool of the Oyvdei Chama.